I injured myself. I have a uh, slipped disc. I hurt myself washing dishes. I was, you know, leaning forward, washing one too many dishes, and it just starts spasming. Like, oh, I like slipped the disc. I could feel it. It was a culmination. Like it, it had snowed a lot. Like you're cleaning snow, lifting my heavy daughter and trying to like just do way too much. And then it was that one lash dish that broke the camel's back. So I'm in therapy now, like going to the chiropractor, like trying to trying to save my body that's yeah. crumbling. Yeah. I won't go to the chiropractor because I don't like people touching me. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> I don't like people that I don't know touching me in any way. Uh, <laughs> uh -uh. I, I am Hans. Sit here. I will make you to feel nice. I, just, I don't like the idea of other people like touching me. And yeah, anyway, I love it. I, want, I the, the the more I don't know the person touching me, that's the rush. <laughs> <laughs> that's the rush. Mega Dads Live is a mature rated podcast it's for the Mega Dads and Mega Moms, but not the Mega Kids. So put on those earmuffs and let's go. go to the grocery store. Hey, can you just help me here? Somebody <laughs> and you are? Um, I can't sleep on my stomach anymore. I will absolutely fuck my back up every time I sleep on my stomach. And it's it's because like my, my I've got like a thicker pillow, like a heavier pillow. So then I'm kind of like bending backwards a little bit if I'm sl sleeping on my stomach. Does that make sense? No, it does. Your pillow so, must be very firm and too long my back is just very brittle it's like it's uh, it's like a can of pringles you know it's just <laughs> um, every time i and i'll roll in my sleep you know i'll be on my back and then i'll be on my side and i'll roll on my stomach and if i wake up in the middle of the night or in the morning and i'm on my stomach i'm like oh shit because it is for real just excruciating pain until i can crack and and reposition my back into a good position uh oh. i i really should see somebody about it because people should be able to you know move what position their body however they want uh but i cannot lay on my stomach anymore i will i will just blow my back out you know when when you get your back blown out um you should be <laughs> you should be in a safe space yeah uh, so yeah, if you want to get your back blown out by someone, you know, maybe, why don't you like form a friendship with the chiropractor? You know what I mean? Yeah, Stranger danger, yeah. you know, like get to know them a little bit <laughs> and then they can start touching your, touching your back a little bit. It, there's not even that much, like it's, uh, the chiropractor stuff they do for, for me, like, yeah, you know, touching the back a little bit, but a lot of it's like. Um, you know, traction and moving the machine. So there's a very light. There's a machine. Th yeah, there's a machine that like. So my, what they do is they basically are putting space and stretching you ever so slightly, and it makes a huge difference and it's a big relief. And then they have electrical like little probes, very little electrical thing. They uh, put you? some stickies on you, and then it's it creates like stimulation and a little bit of motion. It, it's a brand new world. I would. I would go and be like, can we minimize the touching because I'm an, I'm an odd duck, 
and then they, they do they do the thing where they grab you. your neck and they go they do that uh, no you see that's like some extreme shit that's for like tiktok where they're like uh want to really make you okay. freak out so try it i try might it. do it that sounds fun i want change your i life. want it to be probed and be it sticky with the machine or whatever you said i like that back blown out with the machine I want, yeah i want i want some guy to blow my black blow my back out <laughs> <laughs> God of War Ragnarok Valhalla. This is an epilogue to God of War Ragnarok, and it's presented as a rogue-like or a rogue-like experience. Um, it is it is brief. It is amazing. It has incredible story, and uh, I'm excited to tell you all about it. Now, God of War Valhalla was a shadow drop. Uh, from the Game Awards, which PlayStation does not do. PlayStation does not do shadow drops. PlayStation likes to tell you a game that's coming out in four years, and then you have to suffer while you wait for it to release. Um, it is a free expansion to God of War Ragnarok, and it is an epilogue, which means you really need to play God of War Ragnarok before you play Valhalla, because it continues after the credits roll on the main campaign. Um, wow. It is, you know, it's it's interesting because I do not like rogue games. I don't like the idea of having to do something over and over and over again. So when I fired this up, my, my, my first thought was like, God, I really don't, I really don't want to do that. Um, but I do want to experience the story because it's, you know, it's God of War and it's it's a PlayStation first party. So it's like, you know, you want that story, right? You want that experience of knowing what happens next in uh, after God of War Ragnarok. Uh, so I put this sucker on easy. Easy, nice. easy, easy. There's like five difficulty levels that you can select from when when booting up Valhalla, which I'm not sure if that was... I'm not, I'm not sure I remember there being that many difficulty levels in the, like the standard game. Um, but I was like, kick this shit down to baby mode. Because what I want to do is minimize the amount of times that I have to replay a segment. And for the most part, that was very effective. I was able to play this game through. It's it's about a, I don't know, two, two hour experience, two, three hour experience. Oh, wow. And okay. I, I completed it with only having to restart it, like re, re go through a, a section or whatever, probably like four times. Wow. Um, the game is built where they they bake in a couple of restarts where like you have to do it because it, right. it that's how they like right. set it up and explain what's yeah. happening. Um, and I'm not going to get too deep into like what is happening. Cause that's part of the, part of the fun of doing this is the narrative that unfolds as you go. Um, but it wasn't until like the final confrontation where I found myself dying and re-rolling and dying and re-rolling and dying and re-rolling. And it got a little frustrating um, and then my son took the sticks and uh -oh. he, and he finished it. He's and like he destroyed it real quick. He showed me up and I was just like, are you for real? <laughs> Cause the, the boss is no joke, even on easy mode. Like they, they, they put you through the paces. Um, I don't, like I said, I'm not a rogue like player, but it, it has a lot of the elements that I understand are part of those games where every time you go through, you kind of like re-roll your stats and your boosts and things like that. You get different perks um, for your character and those reset each time you go through. However, there are 
Um, there are upgrades that you can purchase in the game that are more permanent, um, which helps which helps the feeling of, you know, you died and you have to do it again, but you are a little bit better, right? You are a little bit stronger. I still don't really like that. I don't like going through the same levels and the same enemies over and over again. So I was happy that I was able to knock this down easy mode and alleviate a lot of that because I think I would have gotten really frustrated had this been like a hardcore rogue experience. Um, God of War can be a really hard game. And if you don't master a lot of like the combos and the special abilities, like the enemies can kick your ass pretty hard. Yeah. So I was I was very happy that they allowed somebody like me who a isn't very good at games. I like I like playing games on easy anyway, uh, and B does not like this style of game. I was able to appreciate it and have a great time um, because the combat in God of War is just so goddamn good. It's yeah. so fun and it's so solid and brutal. And when you do pull off these great combos and when you do read an enemy's patterns just right and get it, it's, it, it, it just clicks, right? And it doesn't take that long getting into Valhalla to remember, oh yeah, this is why this game is so damn fun. And on top of that, the narrative is outstanding. Mm. It is so good. What they have done with God of War in the storytelling department blows my mind because I'm a guy that did not like the old God of War. Yeah. I didn't like the aggro dude bangs chicks to get his health back up and then he's ripping people in half and it's just kill, kill, kill. Like I didn't, I didn't like it. There wasn't enough meat on that bone. But the story they've told in these last couple of games is it acknowledges it acknowledges the way I felt about God of War. And the character himself, Kratos, evolves and yeah. recognizes that you can... Sh this, the story of you can change no matter what you've done in the past oh. and how you can't erase who you are, but you can always try and do better moving forward. It's such a powerful story delivered in such an unexpected world and an unexpected character. And the story in Valhalla, I, it leans into that even more. It is, it calls back to the old God of War through and through. Like they reference stories from games that I've never even played. God of War 3 and the PSP God of Wars. Like they call back to the entire history of God of War all in service of the story about a man who's trying to come to terms with who he used to be. Yeah. And... The, the, it, it just it's emotional it's super emotional and it really it really hits a guy like me who's you know in his 40s and everybody has that i mean obviously this is a very extreme version of that but everybody has those things in life that they wish they hadn't done and they don't know how they feel about the fact that they did it and they can't come to terms with being that person still but in a different stage of life and that's what god of war has been about in these last two games, and Valhalla is a perfect crescendo for that. Uh, I'm so excited that they did something to pull people back into the game where you have to beat the the game to continue, because a lot of games are not completed. We know this based on you know stats and and uh, just knowing our own lives. How for a game to really pull you through for the whole 30 hours or the whatever it's going to be it really has to beat out a lot of other games and to have that 
narrative thread, I have to know what happens. I think that's what pulled me in and back to God of War. The gameplay was great, but man, I needed to see the next Vista. I needed to see the next interaction between uh, Kratos and Atreyu. And your you know, our dads were mid Midwestern, like non-talkers. And yeah. it's just like that that awkwardness of like that rough around the edges but you know they care yeah like but they're also just like kind of assholes like it it was just perfect to humanize the characters and then people are fully personalities they're snarky and they have you know they have issues with other people and it's it's a fantasy aspect to it but it's like oh this this guy making weapons like really feels like he hates his job or whatever it is you know it's just funny and uh it's weird how grounded it is right absolutely it's 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 incredibly grounded it's yeah it's presented in this First of all, a franchise where you would never expect this to be where they go. Like, never would expect. Oh yeah, God of War, an arcadey beat 'em up. It's a aggro genius game. Move. What um, a take! What it must be one of the best reboot success stories yeah. of all time, and and very exciting to hear that. I'm glad that you have more game uh, to play, and it looks like easy for you. You know, getting through it is uh the way to go you know play games on however you need to i'm, I'm excited to get into that um uh, uh, ps5 has been just they're just getting me and saying look it's time you have to get your playstation because we have enough over here for you to do and i'm i'm gonna have to make the jump yeah slim and, or something and one other one other little take on that is i really like this trend on playstation where they take this huge blockbuster game and then like i don't know six months a year later they give you just like a recap shortened experience like Mm -hmm. ghost of tsushima gold edition did that with the iki island spider-man had its city that never sleeps dlc i love i love the fact that they give you just a little bit i mean it's dlc it's not it's not like an original idea but it's it's not short shrifted like this is such a well thought out expansion and it's a very meaningful conclusion um if this would have been included with ragnarok it might have pushed it over the edge to be my game of the year um last year but it's 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 really really good it's really good so i've been playing a dark medieval tactical rpg called beast false prophet developed and published by false prophet so it's interesting they put that in the title so it's released in early access in october and has been slowly getting more and more updates so in a nutshell what you're going to be playing this uh, game for is if you're a fan of those strategy rpgs if you think of like an XCOM or a turn-based combat where positioning and when to use your action points and when to use your right abilities to take out enemies that's kind of what it is sometimes you have a a smaller group with just you know one or two people and sometimes you have more in your party depending on how the story is unfolding and it's uh it's a good entry by obviously and like a, a newer studio um that's kind of biting off a little bit more than it can chew. Now, before I go on, one last thing to say is the gameplay footage that we are going to show 
may or may not contain extreme nudity, orgies, demons, murder, all like implied incest, like all sorts of things. This game is extremely dark. The whole premise is that you are a war-torn, somehow tainted soul where you're coming back from war and you are imbued with this power to go from just a normal like sword wheeling like soldier transforming into like a devil beast and you grow claws and horns and just contort and all of a sudden you're this like souped up beast creature that has different attacks who can slash at people who can uh, scare and taunt people it's it's very weird and the story is equally as dark it's about um a king who's gone mad who's uh you know bloodthirsty who doesn't care about the death and suffering of people around him his uh prince son is like rebelling against him you are f coming home and this is your king so you're like doing what he says because you kind of have to and you're keeping up appearances and it's all like everybody's trying to act like oh, i don't want to say anything because this guy might murder me <laughs> but you know he's obviously insane um there's nothing but death it's all about the medieval like uh you know europe a take on uh kind of fantastical obviously but just like the dark dreary disease ridden war trodden medieval times and everything Fun. is done this way it's it's dark that the sounds impressive footage, uh, i don't know where this like cutscene exactly comes from because it's kind of like a flashback but all of a sudden there's like an orgy happening and it shows it we're talking full frontal and just i don't know if we're gonna show the footage just want to put it out there that this game is dark adam what do you want to know about Beast? Uh, this this sounds like a game that would honestly like fuck with my mood. I, I yeah. don't I don't yeah. I I play horror games. I play dark games, but it seems like everything about this is just heavy and grim. And yes. is there anything fun about being in a world like that? Uh, I mean, it like, doesn't sound like you'd root for the the and the no, protagonist absolutely not so the the whole premise of the game i think is that power fantasy and you're trying to you know defeat enemies and like using skills honestly is is a big part of it so it's like oh this one skill will let me attack three times at once and then they have your uh character which you're looking down at and you're on a grid system it'll zoom in the camera and kind of get in close and you're just like gah, gah, gah. so it's like violence and you know yay violence type of thing so uh. the biggest thing that surprised me about the game from a gameplay perspective is it's very solid it got the mechanic oh, it is. Down. okay you move your characters you hide you do an overwatch which means you take a defensive position so if they come toward you at this time you'll like chop at them and then there's the speed up and run towards somebody to like cover the ground they have a mix of swords and like one shot pistols so you have to like reload it and make sure that it's loaded just in case you need it so it's a tactical thinking person's like strategy game and it's um, solid mechanically. So yeah, that, it's like, solid. Very so solid. If a person was to 
jive with I mean, let's let's say you yes. just got back from your insane clown posse concert <laughs> and you're looking for something to play while you drink your jägermeister yes. like this could be for somebody it's not like it's a bad game it's just it's not Absolutely. really it, it's not really the, the theme that we kind of like yeah that's what's pulled me along so i played a couple hours already and just like sunk my teeth into it and try to approach it with like oh you know i like these type of games the other strength that i wanted to mention is the voice work and the cutscenes are extremely well done it has a very cool like intro movie and it's just explaining this guy's like just saying like i've done everything right i've done everything what people told me i've served my king i serve my god and yet everything's going wrong for me and like he's like has the soliloquy like going and then it's really nice to see all these like statues and like the the medieval fire and like the the war scenes where he's fighting people very well done and whoever is in charge of making these cutscenes where you see like the old tormented like shriveled up mad king and he's got like long claws it looks good it's it's not the prettiest graphically intense version but it really pulls you in i'm like oh this is like movie these movie qualities are like really good and then the voice work like they i don't know who if this is intentional or who they got to do the voice work but the uh the old school European drawl of like, you know, medieval speech is like just enough where it's a little overboard, but it's done really well. It's like, my king, like, why have you like just like everything? And then the the, the insane prince, the, the king's uh, son is like snarky. He's like, you tell those bags of shit to get up. Like, it's like he has a little French in him or whatever. It's so fucking like it's over the top but also well done um the sounds and the and people like dying and all those sound effects are great a lot of the transformation when the your person uh builds up enough rage to like change into the beast it has this cutscene to it and then you look cool like you look like 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 a fairy demon and it's it's really d well done where the game falls short it's his early access jank fest so when you do zoom in and it's supposed to be a cool like cutting of the sword you'll have two characters just start clipping into each other <laughs> and it won't work out this time you can move accidentally one character on top of another so it looks like they have like six arms i have some of this in the gameplay footage and and it's just broken in a lot of ways like this audio comes in late like this the the graphics and the actual uh step-by-step by step combat are not good so it looks very like muddy and janky whereas the cutscenes are like three steps above that so it's a weird mix you can tell as they make this game that they have the early access jank and they're gonna be working on stuff and they just have strengths and weaknesses just like a lot of these types of games that hit early access uh from like smaller devs smaller teams maybe less experience in different things and all i could think about is man if they had this level of quality throughout like if the per you know the cutscene quality is let's say like a nine out of ten if that if the graphics on the ground were nine out of ten i could see myself really digging this game and recommending it but then you get into the orgy scenes and the yeah. flashbacks of the the murder and it's just like you know like you said like do i want to recommend this to somebody i'm like if that's your jive if you really like the bleakness of the medieval times this would be for you but 
it, it's a mixed bag, let's say. But Beast uh, is a decent game that has a lot of potential. Again, early access, so we'll see where they where they go with it. That sound means it's time to wrap up the show with the caboose. Our recommendation to you of something outside of the world of video games that we recommend that we think you should put into your life. I've got something that I want you to put into your ears. It's a brand new album from Green Day. It's called Saviors. I haven't always been the biggest Green Day fan, but I, I, I got to admit that I'm a big fan of like post-American Idiot Green Day, I guess. Like I really like their... their um, more nuanced stuff they seem to be kind of telling a story these days and i dig the vibe that they're when a band comes out and they've got a fuck ted cruz banner behind them as they're playing ah! i can get on board uh saviors is a brand new album that just dropped i listened to it yesterday at work while i was working and it was it was a good one i really are you a, are you interested in this kind of music you into this oh yeah i mean i i like um alternative rock quite a bit it's uh i've have my different musical tastes like honestly nine times out of ten i listen to chill music now yeah. these days because i'm just so damn stressed but every once in a while you just need to release that stress with like the classic you know rock like some something that's rock. just gonna yeah. go to 11 and you could just crank it so nine times out of ten it's like lo-fi animal crossing soundtrack you know doo, 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 doo. you and i and are then, like you yeah, and i and, are like and one out of ten you're just like don't wanna be in a mag and just like flip a table like, give me the bass give me yeah so that's kind of how we go i'm i went to uh the first concert in quite a while was a uh uh like a hip-hop rap type thing for a local chicago artist so i really enjoyed it so every now and then you just want to like get loud so i i totally understand so i'm glad that you can recommend this yeah it's good you should give it a listen <laughs> let me just put this on your radar because i want you to so my caboose all right is more of a i want to see adam's reaction okay okay i don't know if you know this tron 3 you know this? That I Tron, know this. Tron 3 is coming. Yes. So talk to me about your excitement level for Tron 3. This is my caboose. Is okay. wanting to tap into this energy right now. I'm really fucking happy. I'm really, really? happy. I love, I love Tron. I like I the first Tron. I fucking love Tron Legacy. I think it is such an underrated movie. Really? Oh, I love it. Love, love, love it. I got that shit on 3D. That's the reason I own a 3D TV because I wanted Tron Legacy at home in 3D. It is such an amazing movie. Visually, you pump that music. It's got a fantastic soundtrack by Daft Punk. So you put that movie on loud, turn the lights down, you let that neon just take you. Tron Legacy, badass shit. Tron 3 has been a problematic development, to say oh, the least. No. Like it's it's been like in development hell forever. And really? it finally got put back on track um, about a year ago. And then it got interrupted by the writer, actor, strike, and all that stuff. A lot of people are poo-pooing this because it's going to be starring Jared Leto. Get the fuck out of here. You're serious, aren't I'm, you? I'm 100% serious. Jared Leto oh will be the star God. of Tron he's, 3. 
He's living inside of a neon box with like right now as a character development exercise. I, right? I, I feel like people really, I, he's like a love or hate kind of guy. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Like I've, I like 30 seconds to Mars. I'm fine with that. Like I haven't seen anything about Jared Leto that pisses me off or, or turns me off with this. So Did you um, see his Joker. Suicide, uh, suicide I have suicide not club? seen that movie. Okay, and, that's why you're not with us yet. And I, well, check it out. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, check it. Out. I, I really, I don't know. I, maybe that would change my mind. But I, I haven't seen anything about him that makes me want to vomit yet. Um, so I'm willing to just kind of put that aside of my excitement. Can you watch Tron? Suicide Squad, please? He doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't diminish or raise my excitement about the fact that Tron Three is happening. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So Wasn't Kurt Douglas or somebody in the last one. Jeff Jeff Bridges is Jeff um, Bridges. He's Bring in both back. original Tron movies. T- tell um, me he's coming back. I don't know if he can, based oh, on what happened uh, in the okay, second no, movie. Okay, yeah, they um, delete. And it kind of sounds like this is going to live independently of that. Like, it's not oh. necessarily going to be like a direct continuation of that. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Adam. Who knows? I don't know. Like I said, this movie has gone up and down and it was getting made. Then it wasn't. All I know is that I, I, I will take I will take Tron. It might suck when it gets here. But the fact that they are making another Tron like this series, this franchise. Why the fuck does this exist? It was kind of like a niche um uh, yeah, why did they do it? <laughs> why did the they movie came it? out in like 1982 and it didn't do very well, but like somehow yeah. it got a sequel, which I fucking loved. But it, the sequel bombed. Like people didn't like the sequel by and large. So why are we getting a third one? I don't know because sometimes things just work out. Tron Three, Good. I'm all for it. Bring it. Good job. I want to give one special shout out to all of our listeners. Whether you've been listening for one episode or a hundred. Thank you so much. Like it's, it's like the community's growing. We have like a new like revitalization. I feel like, yep. and we're hanging out. We're in the Mega Dads Discord. We are gaming together. Like every Tuesday, we're doing a little something here and there. Sometimes we're playing Overwatch. Sometimes we're just chatting or playing Fortnite or whatever. So thank you for being here. Mega Dads isn't Mega Dads without the good people who listen and tell their friends about it and try to keep it from their kids because you're trying to have a good uh, time and you don't want them to listen to all this drivel. Thank you for all that effort and keeping our show away from your kids' ears and in the ears. Thank you. That's the perfect way to end this episode as we continue with Megadad's 10-year anniversary. My God, 